1: Welcome to the Vine Street Property Podcast. We talk with entrepreneurs about property, business and everything in between, providing you with a deep dive into their years of knowledge and experience to help kickstart your property journey. Join us at vinesd.co.uk for regular market updates and our latest investment opportunities. Welcome to another episode of the Vine Street Property Podcast with me, Jack Eskin-Taylor. Today I have got Anthony Sit on the podcast. Anthony is a Hong Kong investor based in Hong Kong and he's investing in the UK property market. I thought it would be really good to bring Anthony on the Vine Street Property Podcast to discuss his UK property investment journey and hear about the ups and downs and the struggles that he may face from investing overseas.
0: Hi, Jed. How are you?
1: Yeah, I'm Good. good how um how is your prop- property investments going in the uk um
0: so far so good yeah <laughs> progressing um slowly particularly uh, after the lockdown i think every um the progress has been speed up a yeah. little bit <laughs> so uh, it's progressing uh, pretty well at the moment yeah
1: Okay, nice, nice. Um, I basically just wanted to, to speak to you today just to try and sort of pick your brain and get a bit of your your knowledge and experience on, on how investing in the UK has gone for you um, and other maybe problems that, that other overseas investors may have at looking at the UK or, or, or issues they may see. Um, so how long have you been investing in the UK? That is, have you just started or has it been a couple of years?
0: Yeah, actually, I just uh, kicked off the post- Process last year. Okay. Um. Not very uh, experienced, but I managed to uh, to have a few. Um. At the moment, and I'm currently still um, um, buying a few. Um. Yeah. So, uh, hopefully everything goes fine. <laughs> yeah. With <We've- laughs> all the purchases, as you have read on my Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've been, and, I've been um, reading your posts. Very interesting. Yes, and because I'm uh, not very experienced, so I'm um, actually I'm um, looking um, at the single to LED and yeah. BRR um, currently because these are the most straightforward ones. Yeah. Um, actually, I'm also interested to um, to look into the other strategies um, later on. Yeah. But uh, I think uh, stick with the basic ones is uh, is the best at the moment. Yes, definitely. Yeah, that we've started. A, a sort of gone into
1: business with with a new business partner, and, and that's the um, that's the line that we've sort of gone down. We're just sticking to the straightforward single yeah. lets the properties we're looking at, They're the properties we're looking to source. Um, we, you know, we we got shiny penny syndrome at the
0: start, you know, service accommodation, HMOs, you yes. know. <laughs> <laughs> so much more compared to the uh, um, property market in Hong Kong. Um, okay. So we don't have house, we don't have uh, um, rent to rent and yeah. all these uh, different strategies. So uh, it's uh, quite straightforward um, in Hong Kong when compared to the UK market. Yeah. So uh, all new stuff. <laughs> What is Hong Kong like for, for investing, for, for buy-to-let, as it compare to it's the UK? it's straightforward in Hong Kong. Um, it's usually mostly a single buy-to-let. Yeah. Um, we don't have a lot of the uh, BRR um, mm-hmm. opportunities because in Hong Kong, uh, uh, all flat actually, a lot of houses in Hong Kong and all okay. the buildings are relatively very new so uh, you don't need to do uh, like back to break or, or you lock down everything and rebuild so there yeah. there is not much value you can add um, by the refurbishment. so yeah it's relatively much e- simple in hong kong simply single buy to land that's it yeah really okay uh, you mm-hmm. might uh, that there, there might be some uh, like airbnb and things like that but um uh, generally speaking, just single buy to let in Hong Kong. So when compared to the UK, there are yeah. certainly much more investment uh, strategies in UK.
1: Yeah. Okay, okay, great. Um, and what sort of areas do you look at in the UK or how do you determine, uh, you know, after doing your research uh, what area to
0: invest in, what do you look for? um actually because of my uh, strategy i uh, look for the residential areas like uh, mm. with good schools around I, I think i target uh, mostly the family or yeah. the professional working tenants and i because i believe these tenants will uh, stay longer in, mm. in terms of the tenancy and uh, and that makes my investment uh, more safe uh, when yep. compared to the like the student HMOs or yep. student um flat and things like that. So uh I, I would look for the big cities like Manchester, Liverpool, yep. um, uh, Birmingham areas like these. Mm-hmm. Um and I think most importantly, um these cities are relatively uh known to to as a foreign investor, right? Uh it's yep. definitely we know Manchester, we know Liverpool, we know Birmingham, London for the biggest cities. Yeah. So I think that's the reason why a lot of the uh, um, investors in Hong Kong they will look for the large cities when mm-hmm. when for their first investment because definitely they are not going to look at somewhere like in, in the middle of nowhere yeah. where where they never heard of it before.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, no, I completely understand. So when when you go for those. Um, when you go for houses, do you look at two beds and, and three beds as well or is it, and I hear a lot of people try and stick to three beds for the more family tenants, what yeah. do you typically go for?
0: Um, I usually go for three beds, uh, with yeah. gardens and hopefully the off-road parking because yes. um, that, that, that is my uh, target uh, market actually and that's the reason. Um, I look for particularly for these properties, but I know some of my friends that I might just opt for two pet parents' house yeah. just because they are relatively cheaper and, and they can achieve a higher yield. So it, it really depends yeah. on the um, investment strategies um, that the investor is trying to achieve. So different people that I might think differently because, for example, I have some friends they focus in the Oldham area because they can find. Um, relatively cheaper uh, yeah. house in that area so they can achieve a very high uh, rental yield. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It, it really depends,
1: right? Yeah, What's, what type of rental yield do you normally go for? if you got something that you've got a
0: minimum yield? Um, if if that is for the single buy to let, I will look yeah. for a five to a seven or 8%. Yeah. you. but if this is for the uh, BRRR, I will look for 15 to 20% yeah. after the uh, refinancing or after the mortgage
1: yeah yeah definitely it's uh, it's more realistic sometimes you see a lot of investors go for you know a really really high yield or after refinance on BRRRR <laughs> they want all money out it's it's harder to find those deals
0: yes yes i, I, I find it quite uh, impossible to be yeah. honest these days because i i've been asking a lot. Quite a lot. or oh, whether whether can I have a higher yield and things like that? I I think it really comes down to if you want to increase your yield, right? You can cut down your refi You can buy yeah. a much cheaper house in a less desirable area and things yeah. like that. So, but that might impact your exit strategy, though. If it doesn't work out, then yeah, then you might running into a bigger risk afterwards. Yeah. So I think, um, uh, I personally will look for a, a relatively healthy yield, yeah. rather than looking for something, uh, this is uh, unachievable.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You spend more time looking for the deal, yeah. <laughs> if, you've got, yeah. if you're not realistic. Yes, yeah.
0: and I also personally think if there is really something uh, like the no uh, all money out deal, yeah. uh, I believe all these deals will go into the local investor first, rather than a foreign investor, so uh, that that's absolutely uh, normal, I think, yeah. because yeah. But and that's the reason why I uh, I I will just look for the uh, healthy you, I Yeah, think that would be more sensible. Yeah, definitely. It, it, even being
1: on the ground here, it's it's you know we're we're sourcing deals and we're trying to find as the best deals as possible, and it's it's hard to find those deals. It really is. <laughs>
0: yeah, particularly these days, right? The yeah, one year it's just rocket high the price. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's crazy the
0: demand. Um, it's lot lots lots of investor
1: demand. Yes. I just wanted to ask, with, with yourself being based in Hong Kong and investing in the UK, what are the, the main sort of struggles that you faced or the other stuff that's made it very hard for you to invest in the UK, is there anything that stands out that, that you've struggled with?
0: Yeah, I think um, personally, I have a few um, pain points, I would say as a foreign investor. Um, the first one will be the area knowledge, yeah. um, because we are not local, I've never lived in like Liverpool uh, or mm-hmm. Manchester before. So um, um, yeah, I have very li- limited local knowledge about the street, about the area. And I need someone mm-hmm. uh, to tell me or, or, or to let me know whether this street um, is good to invest or or, mm-hmm. you know, or the this price of the property on this street is, is it expensive or is it reasonable? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this is something, um, it is really struggling because uh, it's very difficult for, for us to determine um, whether this is a fair deal or whether this is a good deal. And mm-hmm. The second one is the failing um, because we are not on the ground. So we really rely on the uh, sourcing agents or the power team to look at the whole property for us. Yeah, but, uh, but I think most of the time, um, a lot of the issues, like the hidden issue, the damping issue, and the gutters and the roof, it's yeah. really difficult to to look at these through a video or, or a yeah. photo. So it really depends on the the the, the power team mm-hmm. to spot these issues and to and to look at these hidden issues for the investor. Yeah, and. Um, and uh, Third one is the, I think a lot of the investors in Hong Kong have difficulties looking at the home buyer survey report. Okay. As I, as I mentioned earlier, we only live in, most of us right live in flats in Hong Kong. Okay. So we don't deal with gutters. We don't deal with the roof. We don't yeah. deal, with, deal with loft conversion or kitchen extension, all yeah. this stuff, are all new to us. So uh, particularly with the technical terms, um, a lot of us might not be able to determine, okay, whether this is really a uh, big issue mm-hmm. to, to pull out from the deal, or whether this is these are only a small, small or minor issues to go ahead. So, uh, again, uh, usually we will use the surveyor or, yeah. or the uh, local power team um, for advice. But um, after all, uh, it would be good, I think, if we can also have a good understanding. Of terminology so we can make our own decision yeah okay and uh, also as I mentioned uh, on my Facebook like the refurbishment, we are unable to see it till the completion so we really are unable to, to look at the quality because uh, if you look see through the the, the product um, through a picture or a video it's completely different with if you see it in real right reality yes so um, we never know whether the refurbishment team did a good job or or a quality job so um, this is something um, also struggling yeah and uh, and i I think one very last point is um, a lot of the foreign investors particularly the ones from hong kong some of them might not be very good at english Mm -hmm. so um, there might also be language barriers when yeah Look at the documents and trying to communicate with the power teams locally. Um, they they might have some uh, communication issues too. So yeah, so a combination of uh, um, obstacles or, 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 or difficulties. Yeah, okay, that makes the the overseas investing even harder. Yes, to, to do. I mean just uh, just take the money and buy a property is pretty easy, right? But, but to make it uh, into a successful investment, mm-hmm. this is another story, right? Yeah. We can always buy it right away, but whether it will turns out to be a successful investment, it really a question mark or, or, or high risk yeah. on these areas. Okay, great.
1: So to, a lot of those pain points, you really need somebody sort of on the ground here, don't you? Like you, you mentioned yeah. the power team a couple of times, that, that's going to be very vital in, in, in yeah. creating those good investments. Have, have you started to build your power team? Have you made sort of movements to, to make those connections? And, and how did you do that? Yeah,
0: actually, uh, I've been uh, trying to uh, build a power team um, mm-hmm. around my investment areas. Um, but I found it uh, sometimes it might be quite difficult because um, a lot of the uh, um, local teams they only work um, local right yeah. so for, for the sourcing agent or the Latin agent focusing uh, in Liverpool they only work for Liverpool yeah. uh, if I invest in Manchester or Leeds, or so then I have to look for uh, another team locally so yeah. that makes it even harder because when you try to source someone right on the internet or through a Facebook. Yeah, it, it, is, it is quite difficult right to, mm-hmm. to find the right one or whether this is the one uh, with good reputation or, or good um, experience of yeah. these uh, so it's never too easy, but for the others like the lawyer, is relatively easy. Um, the mortgage broker is relatively easy because they just work on desktop. Yeah. So anyway, but for the sourcing agent, the letting agent, these are really difficult to to build. Yeah.
1: No. Yeah, definitely, I, I agree. Especially if you're you're in different areas. Um, yep. Like Liverpool, Manchester, and Leeds, uh, there might be some sourcing agents yeah. or some builders that may venture into different towns and cities. But yeah. it's very rare that to find somebody that's that's good, for a lot of experience, yeah, right?
0: and cover everywhere, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very hard to find. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think there is anyone right will be able to say, oh, I cover everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> okay, right. Yeah, but I think um, uh, locally, I think there are a lot good ones and professional ones. Uh, yeah. it, it just uh, matter um, when we try to build a relationship and try to um, get the connection because mm-hmm. we are uh, not in the city or not locally. It is yeah. even um, make it difficult, right? Because we cannot um, meet with them face to face. We yeah. can only right, do the Zoom call or, or, or phone calls. So yeah. uh, sometimes it might not be as efficient Right, mm-hmm. it's always better, right, to, to, uh, for example, to, to meet with you, Jack. Uh, than the pop in Liverpool, right? Yeah. Have a few pan of beers <laughs> and we sort out everything, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in in uh UK last year, okay, um, to the uh, Manchester and also to Liverpool, yeah. Um, so and that's the reason why I started my uh, investment in Manchester. Um, I was trying to do some in Liverpool, but unfortunately, I I was um, unsuccessful for Mm -hmm. my offers. I think I failed in over ten offers in Liverpool already. Yeah, Yeah. I think one of the reasons why is because there's so many investors, so the (laughs) price is just keep um,
1: keep going up, going up exactly. Yeah, yeah. We we went to view one not long ago um near everton football stadium um and i think the asking price was sixty thousand. um i went into view it business partner paul he booked a view and i i did the viewing for him after i came out long-term tenants been in there for four or five years mum and dad lived a couple of houses down didn't want to move wanted to stay great right. investment so as soon as i left i, I called paul and I said that Let, let's offer 60k it's it's worth 60k it's a good deal tenants in situ and then Paul called, made the offer, and that that day was the first uh, day of viewings. And they said, "Oh, some of these already offered over asking price." <laughs> it's just so fast yeah. in Liverpool. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. Particularly um, the, the the properties, are one and few, I think, because they are relatively yeah. uh, cheaper. I think it just it just it just, just go off yeah. very quickly. Yeah, they do.
1: They get snapped up very quick. Um, with regards to financing your deals, and, and you mentioned brokers before, do you have any issues with a Hong Kong investor with, with finance or mortgages? Is it more difficult? Do you pay higher interest rates?
0: Yeah, definitely. I think um, for a foreign investor, um, we do have a, a higher rate than the yeah. local investors. Um, typically, um, for example, the gay house um, for international investors, I think they are offering four points. Two okay. percent at seventy five uh, known to value, so yeah. four point two percent is quite quite high, right, mm-hmm. when compared to the uh, um, local investors. Yeah. Um, I managed to uh, to to mortgage um, two of my properties in Manchester at three point oh nine with HSBC UK, but uh, HSBC UK uh, don't use brokers, so we have yeah. to deal with them directly and and they have uh, right quite strict requirement on yeah. the application too. So uh, so I think refinancing is definitely another issue uh, mm. for uh, investors in Hong Kong, and particularly with the high interest rate that make it, make the uh, overall yield be much yeah. lower um, when compared to the local investors. I'm yeah. still uh, trying to uh, Fun, <laughs> whether there is any uh, good uh, lenders in the market because I think one of the lender has pulled off uh, okay during the pandemic and I yeah. think the, the, the lender is still not yet come back to them. Oh, really? Yeah. To the market at this moment. So um, we'll see how it goes. I think I'm still waiting for some of my properties to complete and to let out and then I will try to get um, get a, get a get a, try to find out some of the other um, the products I, I will be able to refinance because at that time I, I will have some uh, credit histories with mm-hmm. my uh, existing mortgage. So hopefully yep. it will get easier.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I
1: hope so. Yeah, yeah 4, 4% is um, is, a, is a little bit on the high side. When we do our figures, we, we base ours around three to 3.5. Right. That's what we base our figures on. But what we found quite a lot is when we're sourcing deals and we're doing sort of like example figures and we're sending them out, every investor's finance position and and every investor has a different idea on the quality of what they want to do, the refurb. So what we found a lot was, we would find the deal. We would do some example figures out and we would maybe send it out to, to 10 or 20 investors and they would all have different views and opinions and say, well, insurance is higher. I would normally spend more on the survey. And so everyone is different. So um, it's hard to try and make the figures work, work for everyone. So what, what yeah, we've decided definitely. to do, we just do yeah, the basic definitely. figures basic figures now and let the investors do their own research and do their own numbers. I think it's the
0: best, yeah. The best way. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree uh, because personally, I also do my uh, own calculations. So yeah. I will use like 4.5 as the uh, interest rate for the mortgage and things like yeah. that. So suddenly the the estimated return reduced yeah. significantly. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, and uh, when I spoke to uh, some of the uh, like sourcing agents say, why, why are my, um, is 20% um, return? I said, no, no, no. After yeah. my calculations, <laughs> it's only 12 or 11. So, um, so sometimes it can be quite difficult, particularly with the uh, high interest rates for foreign investors. Yeah. Um, it's even more difficult to, to, to find a high yielding deal. Yeah. 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 It does. There's a lot of factors that make it's
1: hard to find a deal anyway, Never mind with extra, extra interest rates and extra issues as well. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely find it harder. Okay. All right. That's been great. Um, I think you touched on before, um, and you just spoke about again, sorry, sourcing agents. I just wanted to ask if you had any, obviously me and my business partners, we're property sourcing, um, and we're also looking to build our own portfolio. Is there any sort of ad- advice you've got for us from basically experience? So working with estate agents and, and property sourcing companies, is there anything that, that stands out to you that you would really look for when working with a sourcing agent or an estate agent? Um,
0: I think from my own perspective, um, because uh, I'm not on the grant, so I tend yeah. to uh, use the like, WhatsApp um, on the messengers for the yeah. communication, but I understand some of the uh, sourcing agent they they are not very um, familiar with all the technologies communication tools. So mm-hmm. um, I think this is something uh, we need to use going yeah. forward for 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 the communication. And also, right. um, I think I also mentioned on, on my Facebook that. Um, Hopefully, um, I'm looking for regular updates, particularly um, for yeah. the refurbishment, because it's simply because I'm not on the ground, I cannot see the yeah. uh, progress of the of the project. So it would be great for a regular uh, update on, mm-hmm. on the on the refurbishment. And I think uh, one very um, important from my point of view is that uh, we we only we are only an investor, right? We are we are mm-hmm. not we are just looking for uh, reasonable uh, return on our investment. And uh, yeah. we just want to work with a uh, um, honest and professional partner on the ground. Yeah. So I think um, honest communication, I think this is a very, very important, right? We, we just want to uh, share honestly and uh, just uh, very straightforward. Yeah. So um, we don't want to right, just hide up something and, and and everything so that's just, yeah. this I, I personally I think is very straightforward and very simple mm-hmm. um, we are just we are just look for a very honest and professional partner uh, who can help us on the
1: ground yeah yeah no no I, I completely understand thank you very much for your feedback and, and all your insights it's, it's been really really good to speak to you Really interesting no thank you very much fans, Jack for the time yeah happy no. to share great Great. Thanks very much. Look forward to, to potentially working together in the future.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely.
1: Great. Okay. That's, that's, that's been really good. That's been amazing. I'll, uh, I'll keep in touch and hopefully we'll speak soon.
0: Yes. Thank you very much. Thank Thanks you very
1: much. Again. See you later. Thank you. See Bye. 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 We talk with entrepreneurs about property, business and everything in between. Join us at vinesd.co.uk for regular market updates and our latest investment opportunities.